Good evening and welcome back to the Past the Sticks podcast. We have, well, it's just me and Steven tonight. We, uh, Polly is MIA, probably, uh, you know, handling his emotions in whatever uh, mature fashion is acceptable tonight after uh, events taking place in France. And, uh, you know, Tyler is a little bit under the weather, whether or not that has been impacted by the results in France, we shall see. But, uh, but Stephen, how are you tonight? A little, a little frustrated. A little peeved. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it definitely had an impact on the rest of my day. Uh, for those of you who have been living under a rock, yes, we are talking Ballon d'Or as much as we here on Pass the Sticks despise Ballon d'Or and all of its corrupt feelings. But in all honesty, um, Stephen, it's the last Monday of November. It's a rough Monday given the results, but, uh, but uh, why don't you kick it off on, uh, on just exactly what happened in France earlier today? Yeah, so uh, it's, it seemed like it was going to be like, so to set the stage, they created two new awards this year. Uh, they cl- club of the year and striker of the year, and right then and there, we all knew that something wasn't up, something wasn't right <laughs> when they when they created yeah. that. I was like, well, we know who that's going to. <laughs> yep. But and 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 then it's as you as it goes on, it's like, oh wait, so Jorginho got third. Maybe there's a chance that Lewandowski could sneak out to that once that that first spot and grab it and and get it and. That decided that turned out to be false. Nope, um, not so much. Also, that was false hope. <laughs> and Messi got his seventh Ballon d'Or, which is, uh, I think, a record. It is a record. Uh, it's um, a continuation of a record he already held, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, outside of him and, like, there's only a, a handful of people who even have, like, three. And this right. man has seven. It, like, right. it's, it's unheard of. I mean, and, and you know, this is nothing to take away from Messi's, like, career or no. illustrious. And, and he's had an illustrious career. Like, he's he's deserved everything he's gotten up to this point. We, we, we talked about that pre-show. Yeah. But this one seemed like he got it based on his more of his career up to this point. And the fact that he And about won two weeks at, in the summer. Yeah, and about two weeks in the summer, he won a, his first international tournament. Versus someone who broke the all-time scoring record in a, in a league and is on pace, what, he's like 72 goals in the calendar year or something like that on pace for South He's got a chance at it. He's sitting at like 62, 64 or something like that right now. And I yeah. think number two, all, I mean, he, he has a chance to, to catch the, the great uh, season uh, from 2013 that we saw Ronaldo win the Ballon d'Or over uh, – over Frank Ribéry, where he scored, I think Ronaldo scored 69 goals that season. So there's still a chance he could break that. Obviously, he's not going to touch Messi's 2012 with 91 goals, uh, but even you know potentially has an oppor- opportunity. Excuse me uh, to catch Jared Muller, Jared Muller, who put up um, I think 72 goals um, in the early 70s. So you know, and, in, and that, in one collect- calendar year, could yeah. knock off two two is, is records. Is that collective, like in all tournaments, or is yeah. that? Yeah, so that was uh, Garrett Muller's uh, was was for all of I think 1972, I believe it was, or 74. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, it was for that full calendar year. Um, and then obviously Messi's was for that full calendar year. It was so impressive that he has 
his own little shrine in uh, in the Byron Museum. So that's how much yeah, and, respect and, and we we and ended up showing him. And there's four games left in the in the um, in the Bundesliga, and there's also still like one more one Champions League game. Yep, that, that he against could, Barcelona. Against Barcelona, yeah. So he could he could theoretically. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, if he if he could get two goals a game. That's 10 more that puts him, you know, well into the seventies at that yeah. point. Yeah. But, I, but, but yeah, it, it was just, we, a lot of, uh, you know, definitely a lot of like, he got, he definitely got robbed. Um, Cause, and, and even Messi was like, you know, you, it was clear in a way who was going to win it last year. Yeah. Like no one, no one thought any, anything else that like, it was going to be Lewandowski's uh, bound door. But the fact that they canceled it because France didn't have a league and France didn't have anybody that was even going to be close in contention, like it, it felt like the, the thing to do would have been to at, at least give it to him this year based on right. what he did. For the and there last was rumors, two years. there were rumors going around earlier today that Lewandowski could potentially get the 2020, uh, but that was squashed um, about midday midday hour time um so early i guess in the red carpet events there that only one ballon d'or the 2021 would be awarded and uh and obviously like we said it went to messi um you know who who did win you know copa america his first international trophy um so congrats to him but but i mean guys like and and you you should have been Lewandowski, right and you you were going over the all the different uh uh, the factors, the factors, play. yeah. The and qualifications. it was like out of, out of like the first, like the first two was like, oh, Messi's not considered a dirty player for one, because uh, right. it was fair. Yeah. Fair play was one of them. Yeah. So for uh, the record, the the following qualification qualifications are considered by the individuals who vote on Ballon d'Or. The first is individual and collective performances during the year, so the calendar year, so January one through, well, I guess the end of November, December, not so much counting, um, which still baffles me. I'm not sure why this award is not given out to the following January, but it's not my business. Number two, player class. So this is where Steven touched on talent and fair play, right? No issues there for Messi. Um, some question marks. I mean, I realized he won the Copa America. So, you know, great two weeks there in the summer. Outside of that, though, not so much going on for him. Uh, but number three, and that is overall judgment of the player's career. And I think this is where you were alluding to Steven, right? Yep. Yeah. The fact, uh, and, and, and you, and you mentioned that it was like the fact that Ronaldo and Messi are almost in contention every single year is because of their careers. It, it, it's, it's not so much what they did that year, but what they did in their careers over the last couple of years. Um, yeah. Certainly the last couple for Messi have, have felt like really how much of this is based on your career and the fact that you're messy and yeah. how much of this is actually based on you being the best player that calendar year. Yeah. And, and, and there's something else to what is like, I mean, and we, and you can see just by um, the voting going on down, like Erling Holland was like 11th in, in voting, mm-hmm. um, which and, and, and you're starting to see some of the younger guys kind of get up up there in, in the in the voting, which leads me to believe how much are they putting stock in secret? I mean, obviously Messi is going to like is going to be messy, but like 
how much are they putting stock into the career for those younger guys versus how they're performing? Because right. if you if you if you put it like Erling Holland, like is he he probably is one of the best players in the world right now. Which oh for sure. I mean, obviously you you, you he got eleventh in, in in voting, so obviously he's one of the best. But like the fact that a gokeeper was above Erling Holland, I don't know. And, how and I feel it wasn't about that. like it was the goat, right? It was not right. Manuel Neuer, who was what fifth, fifth in goalkeeper voting. Yeah, in their award, and I, I don't know how Chelsea's Mendy doesn't get it. They won. Uh, to, to reference back to the other award that was new. So Lewandowski did win the striker award, which is most goals for club and country in the year, um, which when they announced that uh, we all looked at each other in our group chat, like, Oh, well, no way Lewandowski's going to win it now. And then the other one was club, which was um, the award is given to the team that has the most players nominated. So in this case, the most players nominated for the shortlist was Chelsea, um, who came yeah. off the, the Champions League win. Um, but I don't know how Mindy did not win the goalkeeper award because, like, the difference between him and Keppa at yeah. Chelsea is the difference between a UCL title and not qualifying for Europe. Right. And there were, there were days until they got Mindy, it, it was, uh, not looking good for Chelsea. Literally, like we're talking about not qual. Like there was a, a legitimate risk, probably that they wouldn't qualify for Europe this year, right? And instead, they win the title. Yeah. Which that's the difference yeah. that that man made. Yeah, give or take. You know, you know now I, I'm. I, I still, I still, I still say a healthy Bayern would have would have would have taken it again, but that's a. We, we've talked about that in enough. <laughs> well, I mean, again, it goes to show you just how important Lewandowski was to that team. Right. Right. He, you, they managed will, to, you, to get knocked out to, to PSG. You, you put you put Lewandowski in one in that first game where Byron was just missing sitters left and right. Yeah. And Byron wins that no no like going away. Exactly. And it's a completely different second leg like, at that point. Correct. And then you can go up against the city team, which could be, which could like that. That would have been a, uh, well. It's the matchup everyone wanted. Yeah, it was literally like that was the matchup every person was waiting for. That was the final worthy matchup that yep. everyone was hoping for, and it would have been a great game. And I honestly, I just don't think that city would have matched up. No, like I just, I really don't. I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know who would have been able to mark. You know, Lewandowski. Even if they did, there's plethora of other options out there yeah. that they, they would have to, to like attend to. It would have been it would have been wild, but but that's nothing. That's, that's what we can do about it. Exactly. That's the way the cookie crumbles, as they say. So we digress. Congratulations, Messi. We're still going to be salty about it. Don't if you see us on Twitter or uh, <laughs> or in the streets, you know. Just, uh, you know, a consoling wave as we uh, abide by COVID protocols of, of keeping our distance uh, would be much appreciated. But, uh, but we will transition. COVID protocols. Exactly. We will transition over to some injury updates and uh, some, some health updates, shall we say. Yeah. And, and it looked like it's, um, was that the bonus like it's about to go back to ghost games? Uh <laughs> There's several there's several 
um, I don't know if it got officially announced today, but there was uh, like the rumblings that there was a district in Germany that was about to go to um, that was about to limit sporting events again. Uh, and it would have affected like Hoffenheim. There was a number Augsburg. of games that were impacted this past weekend as yeah, it was. It, yeah. And, and yeah. it's probably Leipzig was one, just Leipzig going was to, one. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's probably going to continue and just head back to, to ghost games because the numbers are starting to get out of control a little bit. And people's safety, again, has to be the priority first and foremost. Yeah, so it's, it sounds like, you know, and the players aren't necessarily happy about it, but but they're like, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Um, because honestly, like they, they were playing behind it, like with no fans uh, for <laughs> so long. And then it's just like, you started getting them back in, and then it's like back to back to nothing. And it's like that for a player that that has to be kind of weird playing as in the stadium completely open like that. And I mean, uh, yeah, it, it won't be too much of an adjustment, I imagine, just because so many people like everybody went through it already, right? So we've yeah. already been through this. But one team for sure who's already come out and said just how much of an impact and we t- we've touched on it a numerous uh, a number of times was was Colon, right yeah. Colon was a team that has feasted on having their fans back and you know the, they're they're trending upwards right now but that could be you know that could be a huge factor for them to, to lose i mean it's really really is a 12th man there for Colon with their home fans yep but uh as injuries go um it's it looks like uh, Holland did make a return to Dortmund's side uh, in their win against uh, Wolfsburg. Uh, he made a surprise late uh, return. Uh, Bellingham is still out. Uh, he's going to be out for a couple more weeks. It's, it looks like mm-hmm. um, they did say Guerrero is expected to be fit again. That's uh, for uh, De Classic this coming yep, weekend, correct? Yep. Yep. Um, now, on uh, Silas has also returned for Stuttgart. Ah, Silas. Uh, so that's uh, a big boost for for Stuttgart, obviously, because uh, yeah. he was massive for them when he, when he was healthy. Yeah, um, he was. I mean, he's an incredible player. So good to see yeah, that. And, a guy we've been waiting on for a return. And um, the Bundesliga two uh, Lewandowski has been <laughs> ruled out for the rest of the year. Yeah, uh, with a calf injury, which. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's not uh, top flight, but it's still uh, it's still, still pretty... a major impact because it's a team that's competing to get back to top flight. Yep. Uh, with Shaka's, uh Taroda, who uh, who was on an absolute tear, he even had us bringing up whether or not he should be called up to the national team on the show. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, thoughts uh, thoughts out to him for sure. Um, uh, you know, other news: uh, Paul Dardai uh, has. Uh, and uh, and Hertha have parted ways. Much, and... not, not much of a surprise. <laughs> no, uh, one that he even alluded to before, but officially it, um, has been confirmed that they will they will part ways. Probably a good sign for them. You know, I, he he never wanted that long term, and they they need to make an adjustment. And um, I, I think it'll be beneficial for both parties there for sure. That. Uh, that the Dardai steps down and, and they're able to under their new sort of image that they're creating of their club, maybe able to, uh, to once again, stave off relegation. 
um, and then maybe make a push towards, you know, middle of the road table standings. That'd be huge for them. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, it's, you know, perfect timing for, um, you know, uh, you know, going back to, you know, Erling Holland coming back, you know, it's perfect time for Erling Holland to come back, um, you know, coming, coming into the, the classic here, this, this coming up weekend, which. Ooh, yeah. Boy. I mean, for the, just, just from a league standpoint, right. The, the league needs the publicity that yep. comes with that to get, um, that Erling Holland's going to going to bring, we touched on it last week, right? He is the biggest household name in the Bundesliga. Yep. Yep. Any other, uh, any other news before we jump into recaps here? I think that's about it. I mean, there's, uh, you know, a couple here, here and there, but it's not like anything major. Um, there was an Augsburg defender test positive, positive for COVID and stuff like that, but yeah, I mean, no, 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 nothing too, nothing too crazy. Like, I mean, it, it was the odd substitution of uh, Goretzka over the weekend. We're not exactly sure what happened there. Uh, we don't know if it's injury related or if something was happening during the game that uh, Nagelsmann wasn't wasn't exactly enthused with. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but he got pulled pretty early in the game, which is very, 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 very rare for someone of Goretzka's caliber. Uh, cal caliber to for be sure. pulled that for early. Sure. Speaking of, uh, of Bayern, we can touch on just briefly um, the, the small contingent of, um, of unvaccinated players, your, your Joshua Kimmich, your Serge Gnabry, and your Michael Cousins are considering um, getting the vaccine. We know uh, Kimmich had been um, concerned about sort of uh, long-term test results and, and impacts um, and, and had been very vocal um, recently in the media just about you know still not wanting to get vaccinated uh, has tested positive for COVID, is in um, quarantine, and will miss a number of games, including that last Champions League matchup with Barcelona. Um, but uh, those those three are considering getting tested or or getting uh, getting the vaccine, uh, which is just at this point, it's it like guys, it, like be smart. Like I, I understand you have concerns, but um, you know, it, it, please. Just get the vaccine. I'd really appreciate it if you guys would do that. Yeah, and there's uh, some uh, RB players, several RB players mm-hmm. um, that are, that were tested positive before the Larry Houston game. Right. Um, and so they're probably not coming back anytime soon. <laughs> uh, and exactly. they're pretty uh, – and I think one of them was like uh, – like Polson was one of them. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there was a couple like pretty um, – I mean, obviously, like, please, guys, be safe, be healthy. We want you guys there. We enjoy seeing you play. Um, We understand that you have your reservations or your own personal decisions there. But the the biggest thing and the most important thing, obviously, is it's the the safety of players and people alike. And that is um, that is that's where our thoughts and, and prayers are is with the safety of those, um, those individuals, especially the ones who have, uh, have contracted COVID in this case. Yep. So, well, we will, uh, we'll take a quick break and then jump into, uh, into recaps. And we're back to kick things off. We will, uh, just 
quickly run through a couple of these fixtures. Um, Friday fixture, we had Stuttgart versus Mines. Stuttgart comes away 2-1 winners. CV, uh, your Mines boys don't quite get it done against Stuttgart. Um, But what did you think there? uh, This was one of those games where I was like, uh, I was expecting it to be like a draw. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I feel like with the way that these two teams are, like – I think I think Mines is starting to regress back into what we who, who, uh, what, what we, we thought, thought they might be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like like they they, they don't, they're not going to be terrible really, like in relegation, but they're going to be right. like that mid table like yeah. where they're at right now. Exactly. Uh, which isn't bad for them. Like that. You know, no, 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 a, no. They've it's, had a really good. Uh, season. They've done a great job of setting themselves up for the second half of the year. Yeah. And protecting I mean, themselves and obviously. You know, with, with Stuttgart, it, what's big for them is just getting out of that relegation spot, um, as especially given that you, your competition was Augsburg there, uh, who was coming off the, the win over Bayern, and so um, you know, a, able to create at least some some goal differential space, whether or not it was uh, you know no, yeah. no point difference there, but you know a solid five goal differential spot there gets you out of the relegation zone. Um, and, 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 and and like I mentioned before, you got Silas back. Right. Um, Kaleidosius would come back as going to come back at some point too, which will help out Stuttgart. Um, so they, I think I mean they've just been hit so hard with injuries. If they, yeah, it, it, we just, yeah, it's, and, that's and been we, their biggest issue. And we've been saying that about them all season long about right. the injuries and like, well, once they get healthy, they're going to be okay. But like, at what point is is it going to be too late for them mm-hmm. to like? Yeah, you're gonna have you have a whole second half with with hopefully with those two players back. But if you're but, sitting as far down as you are, there's only so much you can make up, right? Right, and and and, and you got to think that those that, that those that are sitting like cl- in close proximity of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bokeman hurts hurts that like I don't really think anything <laughs> is going. No, I mean, like, I, I think you can probably jump up and you know fight for maybe where in that twelve thirteen spot. Yeah, but uh, maybe not more. Well, I mean, it depends. If they get really healthy, you know, the, the Gladbach's not reliable. Frankfurt's not reliable. You know, it depends on yeah. how long Timo Horn's out with Cole. Even though you know they, we will get to them and what they did this week. Yeah. Um, but you know, th- there's a chance maybe you get into that that top half of the the table. Yeah. Uh, just depending on that. And and it's crazy that there's like five teams with like 18 points. So that's just like exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just wild right there. Um. And then there's a big stretch of, of guys with 20 points as well. So, yeah. uh, but, but continuing the flow, we opened up Saturday morning. Um, you know, we had uh, Hertz and Augsburg one, one there. Um, not much to talk about. Uh, you know, Hertz has been disappointing for most of the season. Augsburg um, waited till the very last minute. And then uh, Mikhail Gregorich, one of the, the mainstays of the fantasy league days uh, for people um, you know, comes away with the uh, the draw for Augsburg after their big winning inspire. And so, um, you know, props to them for salvaging a point there. Um, you, you get Bochum over Freiburg. Again, we've talked about it with Mines, right? Maybe a little bit of uh, regressing to the mean here of, of who we thought Freiburg was, especially, you know, a couple weeks removed from, from losing to Bayern. Maybe, you know, maybe it's a little more there. And I, I know Tyler touched on it before, right? No real issues for us on, you know, if they go on a little bit of a skid just because they had been doing so well, we weren't really going to hold them um, with the same expectations as some of those other teams yeah. up there, but huge win for Bochum 
Tyler's been a big fan of Bochum all year. Um, you know, I'm sure he. Some be, reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd be. I'm sure he'd be. Uh, he'd be all over talking about this. Although he does love the Freiburg boys. Uh, yeah. As he always having Christian Strike. Um, then, uh, then you get the big scoring matchup here. Hoffenheim six goals, but they give up three to Firth. Yeah, and, and this was I, I I remember in the in the because uh, I, I looked at the score on Saturday and I, and I was like, what's going on with Hoffenheim here? <laughs> like like because because we were talking about like we were like where is these other points going to come from for Firth? You're like maybe Hoffenheim. <laughs> well, yeah, and I had I had tried to curse them with the the roller coaster of you win one, you lose one, and you know you'd think oh well if you give if you gave Firth three goals. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they, yeah, I'm sure first takes that. If you said, all right, at the end of this day, you're going to have three goals scored. Firth was probably going to be all over that. They just didn't think that they were necessary. Like maybe they thought, all right, we're going to at least come out of this with a draw. Right. Yeah. If we were spotted three goals, but nope, the, uh, the mighty Hoffenheim boys who can they, get up and, and they, score. Yeah. And they shot up to fifth place in the table <laughs> out of nowhere. That was huge for them. <laughs> um, you know, Sebastian Honus, who I think we all were a big fan of last season, um, you know, there, there were question marks despite his success in Europe uh, about where he was um, with that Hoppenheim, Hoppenheim side in the table in the Bundesliga, managed to hold on to the job. And right, like you said, got his boys back in Europe right now. Yep. Yep. And, and with the way that the other teams are you know, not playing exactly. Uh, some it's, of that it's roller coaster, yeah. Some of that roller coaster that that Hoffenheim's been on I mean, hasn't it's... quite been as bad. Um, you know, one of the um, one of the teams impacted by uh, by COVID, I believe it was, um, with uh, with Oliver Bauman out. There's a number of goalkeepers out. We saw. Um, we'll get onto that with uh, with both Wolfsburg and Leipzig here in a minute. Um, but hey, props to the Hoffenheim boys. Put in six, get you three points, and uh, and hopefully keep that roller coaster heading up instead yeah, they of got, back they got and a, forth. They, got they normally an, have uh, an important game against Frankfurt this weekend, and you know if if by the end of the day, you know they could be jumping into that fourth spot uh, ahead of Freiburg. Yeah. Uh, which which would be absolutely insane to like wait a minute where did Hoffenheim what's, come from? that's what's wild to me right there is that we're talking about a skid for Freiburg and all they've done is fall into fourth yeah <laughs> like they're still sitting there they're tied for the the best defense in the league still like props to them Christian strikes got them boys playing with passion and desire you know, I realize they lost um they're on a little bit of a skid here but but I mean they are still in Europe literally right like this is like we're talking about Wolfsburg, Leipzig, not even in Europe, and Freiburg is sitting in a Champions League spot at this point. Like, who saw this coming? Yeah, it's it's crazy because you have. I mean, Hoffenheim was kind of like one of those like teams that we we uh, pretty much associate Europa League with. In, yeah. In, in most in most years, I would imagine. Um, but it's crazy seeing Freiburg, Union Berlin, and Hoffenheim all in like four fifth and six <laughs> and and like we've like we've said right like we've always wanted there to be some consistency up there right build some momentum but maybe maybe the trick is that we needed some new guys in there because the old guys aren't doing the job that they need to in europe yeah it's just Bayern really holding the flag i mean we can touch on europe a little bit later but like maybe it's time for some fresh blood in, yeah in one of those one of those spots or some uh some new guys you know hoffenheim obviously has been there a little bit 
Union, you know, just getting their first taste of it. Be nice. Maybe it, maybe it is time for a Freiburg to jump in there and make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. <laughs> yeah. I, could, I mean, if Freiburg, I mean, you know, like I said, like Hoffenheim, you, like you, if, if they keep a hold of their players that they have, you know, maybe bring in a couple, couple of players over the summer. You, know, you never you know. know. You never know. <laughs> All right. We, but I we bring I, this I, team I, up every week. Yeah. And they're always, seeming well unless they're playing Bayern they're always seeming to disappoint us and once again they get absolutely throttled this time by the Billy Goats Steven without their key without their keeper <laughs> what is happening to let Cole I mean I realize like if you look at the guys that score for Cole it's not surprising it is their dudes like yeah. they came to play Mark Uth duda anderson right i mean like if you said that those three guys were on the score sheet that's not a surprise right but like come on like what is it going to take for this gladback side like I, we're going to get to this side and then this leipzig side in a second and i, I feel like i defended them a lot I, like i've come out and i've said guys just give them time like they're just making some adjustments it's gonna happen but at what, at what point, is, at it, what is, point it, is it is it just the fact that I'm I want them to be successful that I'm giving them a pass right? We touched on it with Brazo last week, right? When you're looking for reasons to get rid of somebody, they'll bring up whatever it takes, right? Yep. When you're looking for a reason to support somebody, you're willing to give them so many chances, right? How many times do do I have to get my heart broken by a Gladbach or a Leipzig before I look at it and go, guys, I can't do this anymore? Yeah, and it's like. And it's a it's a fine line because like there there's some there's some weeks where like Gladbach's like oh they're turning it on again they got it they got it they got it and then the next game they don't got it. <laughs> well, we talk about the the roller coaster with Hoffenheim, but like I feel like Gladbach's roller coaster is worse because like we just we think that they're gonna get there they don't ever seem to get there. It's like yeah. it's like twice a season that they get up, like. But and it's, it's not like they were missing guys either. No, no, and, and I think that's I think that's the most shocking thing about Gladbach is they're pretty much healthy now. Yeah, uh, and, like and like they're not pass on being healthy before. Yeah, like and and it's like again, it's it's weird because you bring in Glass, you bring in Glassner, who like we you know, granted, you know, he wasn't necessarily like an offensive mastermind yeah, or anything. Hooter. Yeah, Addy Hooter, Addy, but yeah, but. Yeah. but, but but like he, he wasn't like a Glassner's at um, Frankfurt, which we'll get sure. to later. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but even like Addy Hooser, like he wasn't like the best offensive mastermind, but he knew how to get those players to to play and attack at Frankfurt. I don't yeah, know I just, what's like, happened. Like I I just don't know what the deal is with these these guys. Like it's like. It, it's hard. It's hard to like pinpoint, but it's like, like they're they're a team that like you think, oh, well, that they have, like they should be obviously they should be way better than what what they are, and year in year out be competing for Europe, which we all expect of Gladbach because of the players that they have. I mean, it's it's one thing if you if you lost players and you're trying to like integrate like new players into those positions but or you, you, you have all you, you pretty much have the same team for the last 
three years, four years. Basically, well, yeah, you've you got the same team since you lost Hazard to Dortmund. Like and basically, even, nothing yeah. has changed. Yeah, and not really. I mean, you've added I mean, one or two pieces, but you really haven't lost anybody. Even then, I think didn't Embolo come in the year they they uh, sent off Hazard to, to Dortmund? Yeah. And, and you see, you bring him in, it's kind of kind of like a, almost like a one, almost a one-to-one swap. Granted, you know, Embolo hasn't always been healthy. Well, I wouldn't go that. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, but but I mean, they're, they're different. But I mean, I see what you're saying. You bring in, you know, an offensive talent to replace him. So it's not like you didn't yeah. have an offensive dude. But I mean, I mean, even if you put Hazard back on this team and he was healthy, would would that fix it? Is that what they're no. missing? No, their 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 problem is defense. I think. Well, um, I mean, the, their issue is their shot efficiency. I mean, they've crawled out yeah. of the bottom. I mean, the team we'll get to in a second, Wolfsburg has taken it, but they have a negative uh, 5.3 shot efficiency, right? I mean, they they are neg- almost negative five and a half goals down yeah. from what they're expected to be at. Yeah. And if we look at it, like, we look at it and go, they have 18 goals scored, 18 goals conceded. They've won five games, drawn three games, lost five games. You telling me that they should have another five and a half goals? Yeah, and and that could have been the difference of them tying most some, a lot of these games. Like, or, yeah, I mean, it, it's probably enough to get them in Europe. You think? It's probably in top four. <laughs> Maybe, Cause, yeah. Because because like you got you got to think of the, the games they lost. Some of those games they lost were, weren't like they got crushed or anything. Um, we got a one-one a couple weeks ago against Mines in a draw, right? You probably yeah. should have, right? Like that's a game uh, that could have come back, away with three points. You they, lost one-zero to to, to Herta, yeah. One-one against Stuttgart, yeah. Right? I mean, if you start spreading those those games out there, right? Yep. You lost one-zero to Augsburg, yeah. I mean, you lost two-one to Union Berlin, which you know that's. I, I don't want to say but, I mean, too if much you could have you could have come away with a point. You could have come a couple of these, right? You come away with a couple of points, a couple, yeah. of, you know, a point here, a couple of points there, right? I mean, heck, I think looking at it, you can say, yeah, they probably could have come away easily with a another five points, right? I think, yeah, yeah, you could probably justify giving them five extra points if they come away with those goals. Yeah, across yeah. those games, and like now sitting, you're sitting at 23. Yeah, that yeah, puts them in. That puts them in the top four spot. Yep. Which is what I thought. At least, which, which is what we probably put them in at the beginning of the year. Was we had them fourth. sitting in a in a battle fourth and fifth between them yep. and uh, and them in Wolfsburg. That's where we had them. Yep. And you know, both of them are not doing what we thought they were. Nope. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Colin, like you said, without their keeper. You know, we, we touched on it when making those predictions, right? That was a concern that we had, um, you know, when picking between Dortmund and Wolfsburg with the, the loss of Castiles and then picking between Leverkusen and Leipzig, there was a, there was a question mark there with the, with no Galashi, right? That was going to make an impact for those yep. teams. You think, oh, Colin, the heart of that defense is going to be Timo Horn. That maybe this is their opportunity, right? Backup keeper, you know, a team that, that's had some up and downs. They've, they've been really good in some cases, the team that's going to rely on their fans a lot um, yep. and, and really did. So, you know, you needed to take full opportunity to get that. And you, you trot out a solid team. You got an inform Hoffman. You get wax. Yeah. 
I mean, Hawkins yeah, stays hot and gets a goal, but like you got waxed. Yeah, and then there's the um, and, and then there's the rumors, you know, about players leaving, and it's like, I mean, if you want, if you don't want players to leave, but then again, it's like who, like, it was like Newhouse at, uh, was being linked to Napoli. Um, yeah, Newhouse, Sicaria, like Hoffman, oh, oh. like uh, Ginter, Ben Sabaini, I think has been linked places. Like, I'm sure Summer's got to be on somebody's list, especially given what he did at the Euros. Yeah. Right? And, 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 like, I honestly, like, I feel, I feel more for Summer than, than anything because these results are, like, well, yeah, it, they look bad on him because you know four one four goals, but like those goals, he couldn't do anything with those goals. Yeah, I really, I'm, I'm starting to get concerned not only for the the well being of them in the standings, but whether or not this team's going to get gutted. Like, are, yeah. are they just going to become? Are they going to get ravaged by by teams and realize that you know, like Hoffman needs to be somewhere else, and is somebody going to come snatch these dudes up? And and Gladbeck's not going to not going to be able to fight fight it off right there's gonna be no justification to be able to say yeah you need to stay with us or you should resign with us because they can't seem to get it all together so yeah, I, I, mean, yeah. I have real concerns because i love this gladback team like, yeah I, i'm a huge fan of them but but like it's so weird because like just a season season or two ago they were one of the most fun teams to watch in the league yeah and now they're uh, basically unwatchable yeah. i mean unless they're playing Bayern, in which case they're painfully unwatchable as a Bayern fan but like it's not like they don't have it we've seen it twice this year against Bayern yeah you haven't lost yet so you can't tell me it doesn't exist right and you've seen it and 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 that again that's what we keep on harping on is how frustrating it is to like watch this team week in week out because we know what they're capable of right and it like this season alone, we know exactly what you're capable of. You're yeah. capable of drawing against Byron in the first game of the season and then knocking them out of Pokal in a dominating, embarrassing fashion. So you have it. Yeah. You can't tell me you don't have it. And it's that's like, why we keep holding on to Gladback. And, and and I'll be like, it'd be interesting to see what they do uh, this weekend against uh, Freiburg. Um, but how many more times can but, we say that? No, and, and I, I think it's it's kind of it's kind of like up to that Leipzig point of, you know, get, how, we we can't keep on giving them passes. Like we can't give like because they got Leipzig I, the week after. Yeah, and, and it's like, and like I said in the group, like at some point you 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 at this point in the stage of the of the season, even if even if they're not like where you want to be, but like you can see an idea of what they are trying to be. Yeah. Um, but we don't see that. We we don't see that with both of those teams, and it's like, is that more of the players not getting what the managers are trying to trying to get them to do? Is it the players not listening to the managers? Like, what is it with what is it that's disconnecting? Like, and, and yeah. we see it with we see it with like like uh, like football and like basketball and stuff like all, all the time when players are checked out. There's no semblance of what that what 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 what's trying to be ha- what's trying to happen. Yeah, and and that's kind of what I'm seeing with those two teams is there's no resemblance of any kind of attack formation, defense formation. There's no like, there's there's none of that with those two teams. Like it's 
it, it like because Leipzig could be like should be <laughs> on almost buying level terms uh, like of week in week out just crushing teams. Yep, should be. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I, I, I get I get Nagelsmann is was probably probably prob- part of that. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and it's a lot of what Tyler touched on, right? It's that Nagelman, Nagelsmann was the wasn't a part of that RB system, right? He did not yeah. play quote unquote RB ball. Yeah, and so some of this is the revert back to that, um, but. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to them in a minute. We'll, we'll get to them later. But, in the but, show. but like, well, like with, 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 with Gladback, it's like at least, at least with Leipzig, you, you can be like, all right, well, they're trying to revert back to what they were previously. Right. With with Gladback, we have no idea what they're trying to do. Like there, there's yeah. no like past. There's no like Gladback uh, formula. <laughs> That they can revert back to that they're trying to get back to because it's not there's a system there's not like a gladback system <laughs> this, this is somebody who's been established in the league for how many for for a long time that yeah i mean I, unless I, you're unless you're trying to say that they're going back to what they did in the 70s but that they're yeah. not doing that so but like i, I wonder too like th- this kind of seems very familiar to hooters like first year with frankfurt where they, there really wasn't much of anything that you can see, like mm-hmm. pinpoint a, as like a oh well this is going to be a, like this is going to be a, a great team like it wasn't until like last year that we finally got to see that team do what it's capable of mm-hmm. so I wonder if this is if this is going to be one of those kind of situations where you know you play through this season you get you get to the end of the season you come back next season and then they they they, they can start getting back to what Hooser wants them to, to do, but I, I, I don't know if that's even possible. <laughs> like, because if they're going to, they're, they're more than likely going to lose everybody. <laughs> so, and, and maybe that's what they need to do. Maybe they need to kind of like, a, I don't want to say a Shaka-esque, but like a Shaka-esque, like restart. <laughs> Like, I don't think you, they need that. I don't think the league needs that. We definitely can't have – like, you're seeing that with Herta. You saw the extreme of that with Schalke. Like, you can't have – you certainly can't have a Gladback do that. Like, they need to figure out a way to salvage this. And obviously it's not – I don't think it's going to be to the level of, of what we saw with um, with Schalke, right, where, where they get sent down to, to relegation. They're, they're better than that. but for the league as a whole, yeah. they need to be in Europe. They need to be competing yeah. for Europe and ideally competing in Champions League for Europe. I mean, I, I know we, we kind of said that too with Schalke too. <laughs> because it like Yeah, but you, that's what I'm saying. You can't you can't have back to back years of losing guys like yeah. that. Yeah. And and expect this league to continue to grow the I way mean, it needs to. It'd, it, be, it'd it, be horrendous for the league. And we touched on it all last season how bad it would be is going to be for the league. I mean, not having Shaka in there is actually hurting the league. It is. Yeah. Because it's like one of – it's one of or if not the one of the biggest names in German football. Yeah. Like, Easy, it, I mean, it's easily a top four name. Yeah. And, and it, it, it boasts like – it boasts more members than Bayern. Yeah. <laughs> for, for crying out loud. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously like you're it, not going it, to knock Bayern off in importance to the league – 
No. For what they are. No, but, but that, I mean, that's what like, we're talking about, right? We're talking about easily a top four name. You, you it's, have, not, it's not like a, a global name. Like, I mean, in all honesty, right? We're talking, we're talking Bayern, and then a combination of of Dortmund, Gladbach, and and really Schalke. That's your your yeah. next three and in established like brand name teams. Yeah, I mean, now, I get now you're you're probably getting a little bit with like Leipzig and yeah. then, like stuff like that, but that like, but that's that's not, that's not an established brand no, name. It's a it's no. an up and coming brand, right? And, and like, it's not like like. Like if Herza was decent Better. every single yeah, if Herza was actually good every single year, like I, I think that, that they, would they be could, huge for the league. If if Union and Herta together could be yeah. like solid, because I mean we've touched on it before, but I mean you have both teams in Madrid. You have yeah. what like a trillion teams in London, right? You have both what? Manchester's. Yeah. But I mean, just looking at big capital cities, right? Across Milan. the country, right? You have both the Milan teams. You have, you have your PSG in, in Paris, right? You don't have that in Germany. You don't have the capital of the country being a major player on the European stage. Yeah. You have Munich as, right. as the major Right, but like you like you touched on, right? There are Manchester, right? There are other established cities in other places, right? You have your Barcelonas and your Manchester's and your Liverpool's and your your Turins with, I guess, your Ventus, right? But like actual represented capital clubs. Yeah. Most countries of the big five not only have one, but have two. Yeah. Right? You have both, you have, the two in in Milan, you have um, your, your six in London, and you have uh, your multiple your two in uh, in Spain, and then obviously PSG is a huge brand. Obviously, um, you know some of its well, all I mean, even 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 all of its oil money, but even Ajax, yeah, well, right. You get into smaller you get into smaller places. Um, you know the the second tier level teams, right? You. Your uh, your Portugal's, your Austria's, your Ukraine's, and your your Russia's, and your um, your Netherlands, right? All of those have established capital clubs, and you just don't have that in Germany, and it hurts the league because of that. When when the outlying cities are the major players, yeah. And, and that's not saying Berlin and, and Munich are that even that close in like geographically, <laughs> yeah. But, but like, like j- just like in country alone, like you it, need it, you can't have a capital a, a city that big to a country and it not make an impact. It, like it is it is to a detriment to the league that yeah. there is not an established European big dog for lack of a better word in berlin right now right and hertz is not going to be it anytime soon no and and and, and it's going to be hard for a team like union to take that yeah. role on right because they're so limited in their funds and well it's just not their identity as yeah, a club their identity is this tiny little underdog you know 
it's your your cousin and your brother and your best friend and you know it, it like it's your blood sweat and tears in our stadium but it's you know it's the size of you know a, a thumbnail yeah <laughs> but that's what they that, that's who they are right it it should be a team like Hertha, right that has the olympic stadium as their as their home venue that has that history uh, of being that bundesliga established team but they're not it Nope. Because, like, honestly, Hertz is one of those teams where it's like you, 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 you associate them more with Bundesliga 2 almost than Bundesliga yeah. 1. And that's not good. No. It's, <laughs> I mean, but that's, that's what our point is, right? Is yeah. that it is, it's so bad that it's hurting the league that, like, they're not even a thought not only not on the, the European stage, but not even on the top flight stage. Yeah. So. And, but, and it's like, like you're going back to like Gladbach and all, like all this, like that, that's why, you know, having some, like, like you were saying, like consistent teams in mm-hmm. Europe every single year is only going to help. Cause I mean, think about, think about, I mean, even the premier league, like while like it, it's pretty much the same teams almost every single year getting into Champions League or Europa League. Like every yeah. now and then you'll you'll have like a surprise here or there, but for the most part, you know what your top seven is gonna be. Yeah. You know what your you know what your top like seven is gonna be for Spain. You know what you're you kind of you have an idea of what you, what's gonna happen in Italy. Granted, there's again, there's surprises here and there, but like here yeah. recently you 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 kind of get on like a normal normalcy with their, with the teams. Like with, yeah, you can't. And, and for a while there, the Bundesliga did have that. Like there was your your regulars for Europe that were there every single year. But here recently, it's just like, like well, like like Union last year, like just randomly pop up into a a, a European spot, or um, you know even Leipzig when they first started out, you know mm-hmm. rocketing up to second place. Like their first year in the league, <laughs> yeah. And like, it, like, and obviously they, they've kind of stayed there, but you know, that's what that's what makes it frustrating for Leipzig is because they they're they're always right there, they're always consistently right there in like that European spots. Obviously, they're still there. Like, they're still like, and, and I think the the thing too is with both of these teams, there's still a lot of games left mm-hmm. to turn this around. It's just we haven't seen them have that capability of turning it around is what's, that's what's frustrating because they have all the capabilities to turn it around. Like people always say, you can't, you can't win. You, you can't, you know, get points if you don't win, obviously like yeah. John Madden. Um, but you have to, like there has to be multiple games in a row before we can be, okay, now they're starting to click it. Now they're starting to click and get on the same page with each other. That's when I, that like, until that happens, I don't, I, 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 I mean, we can't, we can't say anything about Gladbach because they'll win a game and then they'll lose. Like, well, there they go again with the roller coaster. <laughs> like exactly. We, we need them. To, like they, they need to have multiple games where they're playing well and not just playing well, but like, like you said, Negative five and a half, like, yeah, like that's expected. That that's horrible. Like, yeah, 
you ha- you have to you, you have to get positive like you have to be positive on that <laughs> like yeah you i mean you just can it's and the team that that has taken their spot on the bottom is is wolfsburg who you know we thought was was trending in the right direction with uh with kofelt um but obviously losing uh castiles is going to make a big impact there and uh you know they uh they take on the black and yellows in Borussia Dortmund who get Erling Holland back for the end. But I mean, Wolfsburg came out the gates firing you yeah. get a goal in the second minute by uh, your big man vote Veghorst. But at that point, then, I mean, what happened? You lose three, one. Yeah. 50 goals in 50 games for Erling Holland. I swear. What? It feels like every time. Like, he falls off he's... of that that streak of scoring a goal every game. He just pops back up, and then it's like, oh, never mind, we're good. Yeah, I, I love I love that celebration that he did. <laughs> and it's crazy, and I love it. <laughs> like like, but, 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 and that's what's good for the league is having players like him be like that. Like, yes, having personalities is a good thing. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like. like and, and and I think that's what I, I know. There's probably a lot of like the old heads that are like, oh, they, you know, there should like it should be all about football. But like if like he's having fun out there, like yeah. let, let the get let let the get have fun. Like it's a game after all. Let let them have fun. <laughs> like I I I, I love I, I like. I, I love it when when he gets under underneath the the fan skins. I love it absolutely so. Much. Oh yeah, no, it's I mean it's fantastic. It it's it's part of the reason he's so competitive. Yeah, but now I mean, is the game on this weekend? Is it in Dortmund or is it? In, it's in Dortmund, I believe it is. So so this could be the if they don't do any kind of ghost games before then, this could be the first game that that Erling Holland plays in front of the yellow wall. Yeah, with against Byron. Against Byron, yeah. That's gonna be. Yes, it is at. It's the it's the late game Saturday, as to be expected, but it is at Signaladunya Park. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be that atmosphere is gonna be absolutely, and insane. it's something that he has actively talked about, like wanting to experience. So hopefully, yeah. no ghost games. Um, but obviously, um, you know, COVID safety is is first, but. I mean, it's it's big that they won this game because yep. it's now still just a one point gap. Like it puts the, so much more emphasis on this game than if it had I, been, yeah, than if it had been, um, you know, and, a, like a four point gap. Or and like we said last week, you know, it's, uh, you know, because if they lose against Wolfsburg, then they come against that Bayern team, that Bayern game, and then they lose that seven points that they're back. Yeah, and then and everybody they, in. In the world, really does give Byron the title and writes off the Bundesliga for the rest of the season. Yep. Even though there's a lot of games left, but I mean, but then again, it's like, well, there's no there's no guarantee that Byron's going to slip up again. So now, like, if you want if you want to catch Byron, now's the time to do it. Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to win one of these games. We touched yep. on it last week, right? And eventually, they have to win one of these games head to head. Eventually, like if you I mean, if you want the title, you have to do it. Yeah. You, is, you have to go out and dethrone them. Yeah. It's 
Like it, it, it there's no if and or buts about it. Like you have to do it. Like the concern is that his early Halloween, the only one who truly is like who believes not only that that's what they have to do, but that they can do it. Yeah. Well, I, I would think that you know, uh, Emery Emery believes that you know, like the like the veterans, like they they believe it. It's like, but it's the younger players that like you're maybe not so sure about. Like Marco Royce, obviously, like he knows like like how and because he's he's spoken about it but about it before. Like he's like we have to be able to beat Bayern to win that title. Yeah, but does he believe uh, that they can do it? Is the, what I'm saying, right? I mean. If you look at that team, the only guy to have that's on that team right now to have knocked off Bayern and come away with the title is Hummels. Yeah. No one else has done it. Yeah. I'll, you you would you would you would absolutely hope. That, like I mean, maybe but, I'm re- maybe I'm reaching here just for a storyline, but like I mean that that's. It's kind of how I'm looking at Dortmund over the last couple of years. Just like they just don't have the mentality to come out. Whereas it seems like every time these two teams face off, Bayern has the wherewithal to say, yeah, we have to remind them this is our league and you're playing with us and we're not playing with you. Right. I, I just, I just wish that like, Honestly, like I really hope it's a very like competitive game, and like it'd be it'd be uh, like it'd be cool to see, like from a from 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 a, neut- from a neutral standpoint, it'd be nice to see Dortmund win this game. But on the flip side of it, we we, we know what happens when teams beat Bayern. <laughs> also, <laughs> he's saying they're going to go on a big losing streak afterwards, right? Right, and suddenly it's going to be a, a a mood point that they just right. beat Bayern. Yeah, right. Like it happens all the time. Like teams be go up and then they'll be Bayern. Granted, I think Dortmund, you know, I think they'll have the mentality not to let that happen. But, um, but it it, it it would it would happen like that way. Like like yeah, you you finally beat Bayern, but then you go up and lose three games in a row to Bochum, Firth, and <laughs> okay, all right, now, yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna happen for for them. But are you, are you saying that are we saying that that's where Firth picks up a point? There is if, maybe uh, if Dortmund wins, maybe. But but like but that's, but no, that's I mean good... it's not it's not Murderer's Row afterwards for them. No, but 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 like but normal like there's normally some sort of letdown like after yeah. major major victory is what I'm trying to get at. But right. granted, you know that their games aren't you know world beaters, but you expect a little bit of a drop off of energy, <laughs> but, but, but like, yeah, it's, it's just, cause even, even if you win, Byron is only really two points behind you. Like, it's not like you're putting any amount of separation with still all. the game at Allianz arena. Exactly. Exactly. I so mean, it'd be like, great for it. Well, I say it'd be great for the league, but it seems like every time Byron loses, it's just like, a, Oh, wow. Like the, the first thought is, Again, oh wow, you lost to a, a team uh, in the Farmers League, right? You like you're supposed to beat everybody by 15 goals, right? And that's where I get to my point every time of this is why you have to have wins in Europe. Right? Yes. This is this is why because that's the only way. It, like another team winning the league won't matter 
if they don't view you with some kind of respect on the international level, right? Unless you're going out there and beating these other people's teams. Yeah. The, like it's not going to change the narrative. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can't be Dortmund win the, win of the Bundesliga and but lose losing the, to sporting. Right. Like, like, okay. Ajax is one thing. Right. Ajax has been on an absolute tear. But and at least that's a, I mean, and not that sporting doesn't have some history, but like you can't, it, like you're doing no justice to the league by by doing that, right? As for Wolfsburg, you're doing no justice by being in the bottom of your group there, right? At least in Europe or in Europa League, right? We're getting some some help with Frankfurt and Leverkusen. We're about to send a couple more teams down there. Hope, I mean, in all honesty, hopefully we're getting three teams down. I guess all three of them down there um, with Leipzig, Dortmund, and and Wolfsburg. Right? Yeah, actually, and I you think. think- does Leipzig have a chance to get still get third? I think they have a slight like outside chance, but I mean, I have or like to uh, to survive. But but I, I think in all honesty, like we're going to send probably five teams to the yeah. next round in, in Europa, and like seriously, like go win that. Like I mean, yeah. people people gave credit to to Man U or to Chelsea or to Atletico or to Sevilla, right, for their wins in Europa League, right? That would help the league. I realize yeah. it's not Champions League, right? It's not like you're contending, but like that but, would actually but, 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 but think be about, a benefit. But think, about, but think about if Bayern wins UCL. Right, then you and, get and a, then, a Super Cup? Uh, yeah, but, well, and, but then you also get a, a German team win, win Europa. And, and, and if people want to say, because like that one year where it was like an all like English affair, and yeah, where they that, had and, both and, finals as all English teams. But if, like, if Bayern wins it and Dortmund wins it or Leverkusen wins it, like... Or it's that, a Leverkusen-Dortmund final in Europa and a Bayern yep. win. And, right, right, right? That's what I'm saying, right? Because, like, you're getting the credit for the Premier League for them winning it. This would help. Get you guys some extra and, money as well for winning more games. I mean, I I know I know we joke about it, but we still got Union too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> but this is what I mean, I'm saying. Like, this is that's where that success for the league and the narrative changes. It doesn't change by your performances over ultimately, right? Within the within the Bundesliga fandom area, it may change. Yeah. But it's not going to change the people who look at the Bundesliga from the outside and say it's a farmer's league. Right. Right. Unless, and that's where I that's where I get back to the you need the consistency of, you know, six teams going every year to Europe that are able to build up a solid team and compete in Europe and win in Europe. And, 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 I, and, and we're not also, we're not saying also that every team has to make that out of groups, which sometimes. No, which, no, no, no. But we and, need, and, but, you need, we got to have more than we're having now. Right. You, you need to have like, like, I mean, Dorman would have been perfect you know, to come out of the groups. Yeah. I mean, even if you have just Dortmund come back, come out as well, like at least then it's, it's still not like, well, Bayern right, still at carrying least, the flag. Right. Yeah. Cause Dortmund definitely has the most weight, right. Especially given that you have Erling Holland, you needed him to stay in champions league. Yeah. Right. If Leipzig dropped down and Wolfsburg dropped down and your Leverkusen and your Frankfurt were there and you were able to have one of those four teams or two of those four teams make the final and win Right. That would do it. That would do wonders for the league. That's I mean, I keep I keep harping on it, but it's got to happen in Europe. You have to do better there. 
know we got a little sidetracked a couple of times on this, but, uh, but I mean, good, again, good for the league because the, at least their cost is going to get some attention. Erling Holland will be back for it. The point gap is only one. So there are some storylines, you know, maybe we'll, we'll get a little bit of pre-show from ESPN on it. Um, maybe. Maybe. I mean, they've, they've been pretty decent about their classic where they give us, give us a little bit of pre-show, but it probably won't be over the air. It'll just be, uh, just be streamed, but Hey, you know what? At this point, you got to take what you can get. Uh, but hopefully, like you said, I hope it's a competitive game. Obviously as a Byron fan, I want Byron to win, but I, I really want it to be competitive uh, for the, for the sake of the league. But, you know, shifting over to Byron, just real, just briefly, uh, one zero winners over Bielefeld probably should have been more the, the, the absolute tear uh, of a season that Leroy Sani has been on scores a wonderful goal from outside the penalty area to give Byron the lead probably should have been more goals, but Hey, take what you can get. Um, you know, if anybody has the the news or knows where it is, I just haven't had a chance to, to do my research specifically on it on, uh, the Gretzka situation on why he was pulled, um, you know, let us know on, uh, on Twitter and, uh, and I'll check it out. But Stevie, your union boys, they fall two one on oh. Sunday in the early matchup against Frankfurt. What's going on there? Uh, it, you know, it was a, a last second goal too. Like it was like in the 90th, like not, not even the 90th minute. It was like stoppage time in 90th minute. Like it was like, the, the ref was about to blow the whistle. 95th minute, 95th minute, and they get a cross, and there was just nothing that they could that that Uni could do with that cross. Um, I mean, it was a goal goal probability of five percent. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, what are you gonna like? What are you gonna do? Like, I mean, it. it I'm not too concerned with uh, with Uni on on that end. Uh, they're still they're still saying six or twentieth. They're saying, still saying with twenty points, like they're 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 they're, they're going to be fine. Uh, I just think I think this is a bigger deal for Frankfurt because that boosts them up to like that five way tie with eighteen points with like four other teams. <laughs> um, Is anyone so, surprised that Kostic is the one who sends the, sends the ball in? No. Like, could could you imagine? Said, could, this could is, you imagine if they actually let him like leave, like? Could you what imagine would be if like? he was on the team we're going to get to in a second with his homeboy who's wishing he was still playing with him? Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, no, to your point about the, the standings there, it makes a big, big jump for uh, for Frankfurt, right, because they come uh, out of relegation area and put some real distance between there you know, with that five-point gap. Yeah, and they and – they, play uh hoffenheim on saturday which is going to be a um <laughs> is it time for the roller coaster to come down after after back to back back to back wins they gotta they gotta lay an egg against uh, yeah. against the frankfurt team and and union goes up against uh leipzig on the friday Ooh. fixture leipzig leipzig's what undefeated or leverkusen's undefeated um away from home is that what i saw yeah jeez Yep, they're undefeated away from home, and oh, I don't, I don't. Granted, I don't think it's going to matter this Saturday, <laughs> to say the least. Um, I, oh, that that that's gonna that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a little a bit of an ugly game. 
Yeah, like more <laughs> ugly than the six that they gave up before. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, yeah, I think Leverkusen is full, like almost fully healthy now. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, for those following along at home, Leverkusen, Leipzig, the the final fixture there at Red Bull Arena um, with little to no fans. Um, Leverkusen absolutely annihilate Leipzig three one behind the the wonderful attacking power that they have in the two young talents in Florian Verts and Musa Diaby, who Leipzig had no answer for them, like no answer whatsoever. I mean, like even so, Sabas uh, Live misses a, a penalty late um, that could have made it um, a, a closer game, which is funny because uh, reports said that when he uh, when he converted that penalty against PSG in the Champions League, he told Neymar he never misses, uh, but did miss. And uh, I think it was reported. Like, th- I think the commentator said, well, that, that's a perfect example of, of the type of season that, uh, that Leipzig's having. But I mean, like, literally, Diaby and Verts just absolutely untouchable in that game. Yeah. And... Um... And the one it's, goal that, that Leipzig gets is from a cross. Like yeah, they they get a cross in there, and guess who puts it away? Silva, right? The, yeah. the man who, who is begging for crosses to come in. There's just no width. I mean, just look at how they lined up today. Limer, Forsberg, Campbell, and Nkunku in a diamond formation with the two strikers. Where is your width? Yeah, it's – like what and, is Silva and, supposed and they, to do? And they, and they got um, like Heinrich in late, which helped out a little bit. But you you got to have some kind of like width going on. Like, yeah, I mean, you had Sabasly, you had Heinrichs come in, which provided a little. Again, like with Heinrichs, with Mukiele, with Annalino, you all of your width is basically coming from your fullbacks. Like you're getting no actual wingers. No mid, yeah. no like, not even like when uh, when Frankfurt gets with with Costas, right? It's not even like it's from the midfield. It's all through the middle, and it's not conducive to the style that Silva's going to play. And you spend all that money, you're not changing your system to best suit him. Like, I just don't, I don't get it. Like, I realize they're trying to get back to to what they were doing before. And you know, establish uh, a new system now that n- now that Nagelsmann is gone, and, and I realize Galashi probably makes it a little bit closer every game, but they just looked bad. Yeah, it, it, honestly, it, it could have been worse. It should have been worse. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, uh, Leverkusen missed some chances. I mean, Diaby's having an incredible season, and we talked about it for basically the last year and a half that his biggest problem was decision-making and he's fixed a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of those errors. And he's having a great season. Verts, you know, we just saw he finished uh, like eighth um, in, uh, I think it's uh, like U21 voting at the, at the Ballon d'Or. Uh, props to Musiala finishing third, Bellingham finishing second uh, in that competition as well. So the young guns getting some love. Uh, Reina, I think was also top 10. Um, so um, you know, the, the young guys absolutely getting lots of love there in Europe, uh, maybe not as much as they should, but it, two great talents in Verts and Diaby playing absolutely out of their minds. 
uh, well, but again, like you said, could have been even more. Yeah. And, and your boyfriend Pong. Yeah. Uh, but you know, what's crazy is last year it was all about Alario because yeah. Alario was their offense. Well, it, like half the year is Alario and the other half it was Schick. Yeah. So, but like we've seen nothing from Alario, which if Alario can start scoring again, <laughs> isn't not good for the rest of the league <laughs> because we like he's he's almost like a Cramerich in a way where like he's like if he scores he's going to like not just score one he's going to score multiple multiple times in that game <laughs> like I mean, yeah like, i mean the the problem is that you have patrick Schick sitting there with eight goals in front yeah. of him and i just don't see that alario is going to get that those opportunities as much and then yeah, I mean, of course you have um, both Diaby and Verts, both with five as well. So yeah. I mean, you're getting you have three established goal scorers already. Well, I guess I guess like the thing was going back a lot last season. It's not like you're depending on one player. Yeah, this season for for the wins or for the for the goals. Like exactly, you know, like kind of like you know, kind of going going back to Hoffenheim. Like Hoffenheim last year was depending on Kramerick to score those goals. Now. Yeah. They're not depending on him because they're getting goals from everywhere else. Yeah, they are. And he's able to to go back to really just being that sort of uh, secondary striker or um, or attacking midfielder, similar to, to a Thomas Muller, where funny yeah. enough, they're both sitting there at the top two guys in assists. Man, um, you, you, you know what team could really use Alario right now? Who? Leverkusen. <laughs> or or um, I was about to say that they have him. <laughs> They do, the thing is they don't even need it. They have they have Silva. They just don't do anything to give him the ball. A, a team that's, that, what, that's what I'm saying. You, you have someone that can give him the ball. No, what you need, what they need is Philip Kostic. That's who they need. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> Where they need to just place some guys wide. Yeah, just cross. Stop like. playing this diamond midfield or this flat mid three back with a mid like. Play some wit, I beg of you. Like it's it's one again. We we say it. It's one thing for for uh, Leipzig to go back to what they were doing before, because it, it obviously was working before before Nagelsmann was there. Obviously, but this is not the t- like you don't have the players to play right. through the. But like you have in Cuckoo, who's going to be great through the middle, right? And you have. No one else who's really going to be conducive offensively to doing that. And all you've done is just clog up the middle for Nkunku. Imagine if you were playing like Sabazlai out wide to be a true winger. He has a really good delivery. Yeah. Like bring some of those guys out and let that man have some space. Like it just, it baffles me. That you, uh, because uh, uh, Nkuku is so good, like just give him a little more room in the middle. Like imagine if defenses actually had to come out wide against you and you gave yeah. that man even more space in the middle to operate. Yeah. And what, what what's, what's interesting to me is like Marsh has had these crazy like attack teams. Like, yeah. like you think about, you think back, like he had, like Erling Holland, he had Zaba Salai back at uh, back at Salzburg. Like he had these players. Like what happened? <laughs> like, like 
I, I get like it, does, is are the players that that he like that he needs for a system like are they not there like does he not want to like is there something going on with the players that he doesn't want to use I mean, like, he doesn't have he doesn't have the same type of options that he had at Salzburg and I just don't think that this team just hasn't bought into the same style of press he hasn't been able to implement his press the way he wants to it's very specific um, and a little more complicated I mean it's fairly straight forward in the concept behind it but the application mm-hmm. can be more difficult in exactly what you're looking to do um and it but it is a, it's a pressing style that will require absolutely everyone to be on the same page and i just don't think you you have that nor do you have necessarily um a whole bunch of offensive pieces that are going to commit to that that same style of press that and, and this is run this is kind of what i was like going going into the season this is what i was kind of afraid of with these all these different managers going to different places yeah it's like what obviously Nagelsmann is you know the Nagelsmann and Rosa are like two like they're way above everybody else but these are these other new managers that have came in it's just like I, I don't know what what you're doing right now like we, you know, we already lost one of them halfway through the season and then not even not even halfway through the season and even Kofeld's not doing their greatest uh, again for for Wolfsburg. So it's like, but you know what's interesting? The two managers that are having the most success are the two that have done the least tinkering. Yeah, like Marco Rosa hasn't changed Dortmund that much. Like the the concept of Dortmund is pretty similar to way that the way that they were playing really well uh, under um, Eden Tezic, right? Like when they went to that, when they made the changes um, for the end of the season there, there's really not that much. Like there's some, some player uh, changes, a lot of it due to it to due to injury. And then for, uh, for Bayern, it's very much the same thing, right? It's like, you've seen one or two different um, adjustments, right? You, You saw, the, the full commit to Leroy Sani playing on the left after consultation with, with Hansi Flick trying for the two of them working together to figure out how to get the most out of him. And then it's really just been plug and play of, of the guys that we either one knew were going to come in there, right? Your Upa Makanos and your Hernandez or the guys that are available, but it's pretty much just been, right. You saw Boateng leave. You saw David Alaba leave. Those were going to be the first choice options. We knew Hernandez was when healthy was going to get in there. When Upa Makano came in, you knew he was going to play. Um, you know, you got Zula playing really, really well um, now that he's back under Nagelsmann and in a more or less what we would call in the States a contract year, right? Where he's on the last year of his contract trying to play for, you know, a, a new one. But that's been the biggest change. There's really been not a lot of tinkering with the system. Yeah. And. And you brought up a name that I'm surprised hasn't been tossed around. <laughs> Ian Ter- Terzic, like he's sitting pretty in the stands in his uh yeah his, his director role. Like if, if I mean, like if I if if Leipzig, you got to know he's getting approached. He has to be right. Like 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 if Leipzig does indeed move on from Marsh, either. Um, because didn't a rumor come? Didn't the story come out saying that they were giving him through the end of the calendar year? 
Yeah. Yep. Or or even uh, or even uh, Addie Hooter at Gladback. Yeah. Um, like some someone is going to be gone by winter break. About with one. With I mean, unless something with... dramatically changes, I, I have to imagine somebody's getting fired. So you had to think he's going to be like a name that's going to pop up. Um, granted, if, if they wait till the end of the season to make those changes, there's going to be a whole host of other names to that 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 that'll be available. But I, I like. I, I'm just surprised that he didn't get approached more. Maybe he did. I mean, he does love Dortmund. He's been a Dortmund yeah. man for for so long, and truly does love the club and 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 wanted to to be there. So I mean, maybe he did get approached, and he just said, "Nah, like this is this is who I am." Or you know, the 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 Marco Royce style, right? I'm just like, this is me. This is what I'm doing. I'm not leaving. Yeah. I mean, it could, it could also, <laughs> but I definitely go back to him and say, hey, yeah, sure. You, 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 or, I mean, uh, was it Tin Hag? Like, yeah, like so, someone's got to be knocking on his door. <laughs> well, the like the one that surprised me that uh, was that, um, Ralph Ragnick hasn't been, wasn't going to be yeah. a name that we got. I mean, I realize he's been, he's been picked up already, um, but, uh, yeah. Only he, only he would have actively pursued that Manchester United situation. Yeah, only him. Only him, because it's it's just an absolute like it's just chaotic enough for him to actually like actually want to love it. Yeah, I I, I really am so mad he's there. Like, same. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> and and but. what's wild to me is he he like he doesn't actually want to make like he wants to manage the club, but he doesn't actually want to manage the club. He wants to make the decisions. Yes. But he wait, wants wait, to, wait, man- what- he wants to manage them to get them started. And then he wants to be able to be like, yeah, see, like I did all of this, got it started. And then I handed it off and, and look at the success that I built. Right. And, and that, that's why, um, <laughs> that's why the shock award didn't hire him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, he's, it's he wanted full. He wanted like full control of like everything that was going on. And right, it's like, like in the ah, NBA when you no. see a guy come in, he's like, "Yeah, I want to be GM and president and the head coach, right, all at the same time." And like, it, it like, dude, you can't have all three jobs. And and like, only a handful of guys have really managed to be successful at that. And you can't just. Uh, and so much of it has just been on reputation, right? I'm just. I am the godfather of gang impressing in German football coaching at this point. Yeah. And I'm like, so I almost hate to see him there and because I think he'll actually be helpful Yeah, <laughs> because I mean, anything was going to be helpful to that dumpster fire well, that is Manchester United. And the I, wonder, Blazer I, family. I, I wonder how, uh, how quickly they're, they're going to be able to pick it up though, because that doesn't seem like that'd be an easy system to, Pick up after uh, in a couple of training sessions. What Ragnick system? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't doing absolutely anything under uh, <laughs> Ole. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. maybe it wouldn't be. T- I, I don't think it takes that much for them to actually be successful and be like be good. Yeah. I, I think, like, just common sense. I mean, I think a. I think your cat can manage that team better than he was doing it. Yeah, there's 
there there is definitely things um manager wise that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me like it's like i realized that like in a lot of cases it's armchair like monday morning quarterback room style but like when the whole world can see what you're doing is wrong yeah it must be obvious yeah but but even even in, in like the um like you know, with like even going back to Gladbach and Leipzig, and even Frankfurt there for a little bit, it was like, "What are you guys doing?" <laughs> like, yeah, like at least at least Manchester United was didn't have any idea what was going on, but they were still winning. Like, it'd be, it, it'd I mean, be one thing. I think I think it'd be a different story. I mean, if you put if, Ronaldo on some of these squads, maybe, yeah. It'd be, it'd be one. It'd be one thing if Leipzig was winning these games still, like, and we still we still weren't, weren't sure what they were doing. I'm still more concerned about Gladbach than I am Leipzig. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I am, yeah, I'm definitely more concerned about. As like, uh, as in form as Hoffman is, and as in form as Nkunku is, Nkunku will drag that team farther than Hoffman will, just because I think he's technically a, like a better player. Yeah, and there's more willingness to funnel everything through him. Um, but uh, I just at the moment neither one of them are playing very well. And it's an absolute shame for the league. Yeah, well, like, but like, again, like, if Leipzig were, was still winning most of their games, like, if they were sitting up there in top four, would mm-hmm. we still be having this kind of conversation? Or like if they more- if they looked this bad, but we're coming away with wins? Yeah, I don't know. Because I, I think I think the- I think we would still be calling them out for just looking terrible. But, but like, I don't think we'd be looking, we'd be calling for Marsh's job. <laughs> no, I mean, winning. I'm still, I'm still not, but it is at least crossing my mind the question of, okay, but like, how much of this is because I actually want Marsh to be successful? And when do I actually have to like have my own like awareness moment and say, okay, like, you, you got to be realistic here and not just the, the yeah. fan of the guy. Right and come at it with a, an unbiased opinion. Yeah, because I think I think we were all high on uh, March. I think we're coming. all still high on March coming, but I, we could be as high as we want to. It doesn't change the fact that they're not getting results. Right. I right. mean, the board's high on them. That's why they went and got him. Yeah. That's why they and, haven't and, fired him yet. Yeah, and, and I, like I always I, I always find it a little odd. I mean, I, I get you're not getting results, but I, I always find it a little interesting to fire a first year manager. <laughs> yeah. Not even like, like I mean, it was the thing like, like Wolfsburg, like it, it was, that's, it that's was, different to me. It, it was clear that it was clear that he needed to go. Like he was yeah, not, he was yeah, not yeah, doing yeah. anything for Wolfsburg. Right. Yeah. But at least with like, with Marsh, like he's a first, like this is the first time he's in the, this high profile of a, of a, uh, of manager. And he's one of your boys, right? Yeah. I mean, He's coming through the he's come through the Red Bull system. Like he's he's been successful. He was very successful at Salzburg. Right. Like, which I think is why he gets more time and, and less of a hot seat. And then like in all honesty, like the Van Bommel thing, he, it's just a name. He had yeah. nothing else. He was yeah. a Bundesliga legend. He was an overall soccer legend. Right between his time at, at Bayern and at Barcelona and with the Netherlands, 
right? He was, he was a massive name who was trying to get into coaching, but we've seen it with a bunch of these dudes recently. Like where is the justification for you actually going out and handing the keys to your, to these top flight teams to these guys, right? Yeah. yeah, Where where have they be, where have they been successful before? Yeah, I mean, we, we saw that, you know, like Juventus did that with uh, with Pirlo. Pirlo. We saw it with uh, Frank Lampard at Chelsea. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right? But the guys who have, have actually been successful went to smaller places first, right? Right. Whether or not Xavi ends up being successful at Barcelona, he was in Saudi Arabia, I think it was, before that. Yeah. You saw um, even Steven Gerrard was in, like, Scotland just recently yeah. before he moved back to the Premier League, Right you see that these guys went to a smaller place first, got established, right? Van Bommel's previous experience, yes, was at PSV, which is an established name, but he wasn't good there. Yeah, and, and that's that's kind of like, um, that's why I think Marsh is a little bit is different because yeah. he had that success at Salzburg. And I think that's why we, at least for me, that's one of the major reasons I keep giving him a pass so much is that I know what he's capable of and I know what the pieces there could be capable of and, and, and that, I, I that's I've kind of feel that same way with Gladback too we yeah. know what they're capable of and we know those pieces are capable of yes. and we know and we know what Hooter is capable of yes and that's what's so frustrating about Gladback is we've seen this season two unbelievable performances from them but the, literally outside of the two Byron games nothing they they, they haven't been worthy of of being considered where they have been. Did it? And, and, and I, did they pu- uh, push? Oh, they, they did beat Dortmund. They did beat Dortmund, but it wasn't, I mean, it was, it was one zero. Yeah. But still, I mean, and, and I mean, it was know, a good was, game, I guess, yeah. but. So, I mean, but, but, but that, that's where, that's where I like, I, so I, I guess think... we can give them what three, three games this season where they looked good yeah and, and Leipzig had like even even in their champions like losses they haven't looked terrible like no they just they've just blown their opportunities yeah so and, and I think that's another reason why we can kind of give Marsh a little bit of a well yeah we keep a, seeing glimpses of it but again like like we've said before when your expectation is to be right there with Bayern this is unacceptable yeah when that's the expectation, this is unacceptable. If you didn't have that expectation, this would be a whole different conversation. Well, yeah. I mean, if you hadn't had the same success, right? Because I think what you saw was that there was such a dramatic jump when Nagelsmann took over, right? Like the, there was incremental steps that Ragnick had built with that program beforehand, right? Yep. And they were making steady, consistent progress. Yeah, they did shoot up, right? But it wasn't. Like even then, it was it was still it was steady as incremental. It, they were building towards something, and I think that they they felt like they had made such a massive leap in closing the gap to Bayern with Nagelsmann. Yeah, that I they almost needed to recalibrate and say, okay, that's the outlier here, right? If we look at the data across the board, this is the outlier. And we almost have to remove that and say, okay, let, let's look at that as the outlier and, and where's the incremental next step for us in closing that gap. You, you can't expect to pick up from Nagelsmann and, and immediately 
content, not only be where he was at, but take that next step. Cause that's the expectation that they had when they brought Marsh in was not yeah. only was he going to be at Nogglesman's level with like this Leipzig team, but move it forward. And instead and I, I think they've regressed back to where they were pre Nogglesman era and, and they're being penalized for it or at least uh, Jesse Marsh's. And, and I think, I think that's, and I think we also did that too when we we did our like our preseason rankings. We were like, yeah, but uh, we we gassed up we gassed up Jesse Marsh a lot because he's a, I yeah. mean, he's good. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I think we all should have taken a moment and said we need to look and and almost remove the Nagelsmann because he's not part of that Leipzig system, right? And they were gonna well, the expectation was the revert back to the Leipzig style of play and the the Leipzig, you know. Red Bull engine. Yeah. So. It's like, it, 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 I think it would have been better had you had someone in the, like, who was waiting in the wings, who was still kind of getting everything kind of. Almost like a transition like, between yeah. the two. Yeah. Kind of like how they did, um, you know, kind of like how, how they did with, with Nagelman in the first place. Mm-hmm. How, there, how there was that transition from, uh, Hoffenheim to, to Leipzig. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like uh, for both, right? Where there's like a, a one year gap of we can almost expectations wise right off this year for Leipzig. And then, you know, we get Marsh into the Bundesliga with the expectation of him coming there the following yeah. year. Yeah. It, I mean, it's definitely something to have uh, to look back on and think. I mean, what, what's Hasselhut doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Wasting away at Southampton. <laughs> yeah, got a point. <laughs> well, boys. Uh, well, I guess it's not boys. I guess it's just you and me. Um, well, Stevie. I mean, looking ahead to, to next week. I know. I know the the Union Leipzig game is going to be big for you. I know uh, you're probably looking for that that Hoffenheim Frankfurt. You know. I know. You know. Gladbach Freiburg. You touched on. Which one's your uh, which one's your game of the week? Which one of those? We're gonna Ooh. we're gonna set aside the game that's obviously the game of the week. But which one of those outside of Dortmund Bayern? I want to say, uh, mm, mm. I kind of want to go Union Berlin and Leipzig, just because Freaky Friday fixture. Yeah, and I feel like, and as all well, what we all been saying, like I feel like this will be a this this will be a good win for Leipzig to win, yeah. Because we, we always because, give the Union because credit because yeah because Union has been a rock solid team all season long. Um, I mean, obviously they, they 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 slipped up this week this past weekend, but that's what teams do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. No, I, I, no. I I mean I see that. I could buy that. But uh, you know the uh, that Hoffenheim Frankfurt though is still. Like yeah, that, that, for like a for a true Bundesliga fan, I, I could see that as like a, a go to game to, to to want to enjoy, right? I mean, two, two, two a win for win for Hoffenheim, and they jump up to, to into the top four. A win for for Frankfurt, and there's right there back to where they were last Europe. year. Yeah, after yeah. a horrible start. Do we dare? I mean, are we going to make calls in this Bayern Dortmund game? I mean, no. it's obvious that, that Bayern's going to win this game as they always do. I don't think it's going to be obvious, but like, 
I, I'm not giving any kind of predictions just because I'm like, there's no Kimmich, there's no sure. Kimmich, but I don't know is is Herling Holland going to play the whole game or is he going to be relegated to a substitute appearance again? I don't think it really uh, matters for him. He's going to score regardless. Yeah. The guy we haven't touched, we didn't touch on earlier, Daniel Mullen, starting to put goals yeah. up. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, no, I mean, all joking aside, right? Byron's going to win this game, right? It, it's more than likely, yes. Yeah. So you heard it here but, first. Byron's going to win. Stevie said it. Byron's going to win handily. No competition. But you know, you know, no, no, no. Don't, don't put that on me if they lose now. <laughs> yep. Yep. They have because you know because you know that that happens all the time. I say yeah, they're gonna win. They they They, they, they losing. You heard it here first. Stevie said it. Byron's gonna win handily, and you can roast him on Twitter if he doesn't. I mean, that's fair. Yep. All the shame goes on Stevie on Twitter. Hit us up on all your social media sites. Not kidding. No, just kidding. Just uh, just Facebook. Uh, We're occasionally in the Facebook group although we've been pretty busy during the holiday season but we're gonna to try to get back in there uh as always find us on past the 620 on twitter as difficult as that tongue twister is to say and we are on all of your streaming platforms and hopefully the boys will be back um we might jump on twitter and get you guys some predictions going into that game maybe have a little watch party uh, i know uh the plan is to check out the new documentary on Bayern from amazon this weekend Right, we still uh, we still on for that. Yep. All right, so maybe uh, maybe we'll get some uh, content for you guys coming out as we watch that live together. If you haven't checked it out, do so. Let us know where and when you're watching it, and we'll interact with you. Until next time.